Welcome to Offstage. We're so thrilled to have you guys here with us again. It's Tuesday night, or at least that's when we're putting this out there for you. You can be listening to it whenever. Um, but we are just enjoying our time. Silver Fox, how are things? Things are good. Things are good. Yes. Glad to be here. Glad to be alive. Things are a whole lot better in my life than I deserve. I always like to say that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If I got what I deserve, well, I don't I don't even know where to go with that because I'm, yeah. I'm afraid that I don't really deserve anything. Uh, but God is good, and and you know it's it's fun that we get to come in here. We get to come sit in this basement room at the church yeah. and, and talk, yeah. uh, and and hopefully you know people enjoy it. And if not, we're we're at least having fun doing it. So I don't feel like it's a waste of time. Um, but we're having a blast. We are we are in into our kind of couple weeks of talking about living in the spirit, right? Because uh, that is such a misnomer. Like people in in faith that well, you just need to be living in the spirit. And a lot of people go, I, I what does that mean? Like it's yeah. just a, it's like. You know, it, it in seems our so. in our city growing up, we had a strong charismatic contingent with CBN, uh, Christian Broadcasting Network, right there in Virginia Beach. Oh, and yeah. So that big question growing up was, "Are you filled with the Spirit?" And they meant, "Do you do you uh, have certain spiritual gifts like speaking in tongues or healing or miracles, things like that?" Extra gear, yeah. Which for us seemed kind of strange, and so we. But it was something you either were or you weren't based on certain gifts. And and something very unfamiliar and kind of hyper and weird, like an extra gear. My dad used to love to, he was a minister in all those years, and he used to love to say, they'd say, are you filled with the Spirit? And he'd say, not always, are you? You know, and, and he was trying to get him to think about it differently. Yeah, not outside the box. Did you have this experience or not, but are you filled, are you walking, are you living in the Spirit? It's a command, so we can't assume that that's going to just be true or not of us. Yeah, yeah it's it's true. And see, I grew up in a very conservative Baptist background. So when we said filled with the Spirit, speaking in tongues really was not a part of that. It, I mean, it was it was very, you know, box kind of kind of oh, deal. Oh, sure. And sure. it's just an interesting thing. So, so there's so much mm-hmm. misnomer, and we're just going to try to help clear that up right. because the Bible has a lot to say about it, and it's very, very practical. Right. Um, so kind of getting back, catch you up if you haven't been watching. Uh, two weeks ago, we started this kind of discussion, and we talked about the two natures. We talked about our human nature, which is our original nature. It's our sin nature. It's the one that drives us until we meet Jesus. And then we have the spirit nature, the the nature that is given to us by God um, the moment we accept him, uh, the Holy Spirit in our lives. And those those two natures are at, at battle constantly within us, right. and the Holy Spirit has the power to defeat the human nature. Right. We don't. The right. Holy Spirit does. Then last week, we talked about just this idea of desire. We talked about ultimate desire. We talked about conflicting desire, how they're going to constantly be at war. And if you want a very, very peaceful life when it comes to the inner turmoil inside you, you can't try to live by the Spirit. Because if you're living by the Spirit, you're going to be constantly battling your human nature, and it's a battle with inside you. You'll have peace that comes from God, but you won't have a peaceful life in the sense of, like what Paul said, you know, I always do what I don't want to do, and I don't do what I know I should do, and and, and all that kind of, oh, what a wretched person I am. It's just an inner turmoil. So this week, we're going to just talk about one verse, and we're going to dive right into what it really means. There's so much in this verse. I love it when you know, some pastors will use, you know, 476 verses and people think it's deep. And some pastors will use one verse and they think it's deep. I think this verse right now of itself can be incredibly deep. And we could talk about this for hours. Right. Um, so I'm excited about this. And I love kind of just this whole idea of that it's a it's a process and a time thing in your life of, 
Um, I think you said something like the the more the more of Jesus, the more Jesus gets of us, right? The 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 more the Spirit will be in us, you know, right. or something in that in that ballpark, right? Um, and if we want to walk with the Spirit, we got to have we got to spend time. So, uh, let's talk about this just a little bit because this whole this whole phrase "walking in the Spirit." Is is kind of a you hear it in every church that you ever go to. It's right. like you just need to walk in the spirit. You just need to be spirit led. You just however you want to say it. And in this passage, it's the one command, right? That's the whole passage we've read in the last few weeks is long, and this is the one place it tells you to do something. So it's like the takeaway. It's like we've had this great discussion, and now this is the thing we're supposed to do: live by or walk in the spirit. Right, that's the command, and then the promise is, and you'll overcome the power of the, of the flesh. And I think we said this last week. We said it's not live in the spirit, overcome the flesh. It's not overcome the flesh. It's just live in the spirit, and you're promised to overcome the flesh. So the focus is the spirit. So if we, if we keep falling to the sin nature, that isn't just that the sin nature is powerful. It's that we don't know how to walk in the spirit. Right? That's focusing the fact that we don't understand what it means to live by the power of the Spirit. So that's why we're focusing on that. We could come out and talk about the sin nature, but we've all we've all proven that. How many times we fail, we, we know the sin nature is powerful. What we don't know is that the Spirit is more powerful, and how do we get a hold of that? Well, yeah, I think it's interesting that we tend to focus on that negative. Right, we We think do. we have to fight our sin nature. Which and is, what, what this yeah. verse is saying is like, no, the, that's a byproduct of this. If, if you're right. walking in the Spirit, right. you're... It's just going to happen. Like you're right. going to take care of it, and so it's really cool. Yeah. So let me let me read the verse. It's Galatians five sixteen. If you've been in church any length of time, you you have heard this verse. Um, it, it's Paul writing to the church at, at in the Galatians. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. That's it. Right. Super simple. The command is walk by the Spirit. Right. Period. So so let's talk about this. It is really our our walking by the Spirit to-do list. It's, it's, hey, what do you need to do? We need to walk by the Spirit. Okay, great. Help me out here. Um, <laughs> you know, awesome. Walk in the Spirit, walk by the Spirit, and, and, and there's a, it's, it's almost an equation. Right. It's, it's, it's a cause and effect. Right. If you do this, walk in the Spirit. Right. Then you won't fulfill right. the works of the flesh. Right. And like you said, we get it backwards. Right. We we go with the if I don't fulfill the works of my flesh, that must mean hmm. that I'm walking in the spirit, and that's not necessarily true. That's true. We try to get to the spirit by defeating the flesh, and that's right. that's going to fail. Or we try to be good enough to be filled with the spirit, which is one of the myths that God gives His filling to these super spiritual people that are real hyper and only a few people, and you know that that's a huge myth. God gives the spirit to a few people who know the secret to this denomination or to the, these people that go up on a mountain and have some strange experience. It's a big myth. Or good people, people that are good, people that are deserving, people that somehow overcome the flesh, then as a reward, get the power of the Spirit. Huge myth, because we'll never overcome the flesh until we get the Spirit. So the Spirit must come to sinful, struggling people, or they would never stop being sinful and struggling, Right. Yeah. So so it's not good people, it's not a few people that have learned some super secret. It's it's um it's like you're saying we got it turned around. We 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 need to start yeah. with the spirit or uh, an athletic analogy would be the best defense against the sin in our life is the offense of the spirit. So a good offense right keeps then you is the best defense. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good and I think it's important to stop and and remind people. Listen. 
the moment you accept Jesus, you have been given the full totality of the Holy Spirit in your life. Right. Okay. The rest of your life, you're going to learn how to to, right. to to walk in that and and to do that. So so again, we go back you to oh, it. you think it's really good people, or it's people who've been who've been with Jesus a long time, and, right? And and there's a truth to that 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 people who have spent tons of time with Jesus know how better to to walk in the right. spirit because they've spent more time in it. It's, but they're not going to get it by some extra thing. No, it's not like God goes, well, you you've been doing it. really good you fighting your it, sin yeah. nature, so I'm going to give you I'm more. Give no, you there, there is yeah. no more. Right. You get all of it at that moment. Right. Then your responsibility is to learn to walk in it right. and each each step you take, it's 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 like a golf swing. It's like a it's like a basketball yeah. shot. It's right. the more you practice it, the more you the more you right. do it. The, the the better you are. It's like it's like running. I, I hate running, but I've been running for three years. I put right. a thousand miles on the treadmill in over three year every year for three years. Now for me to go run three miles is a piece of cake. Right. Even though I'm not built like a runner. Um but when I first started, running a mile was problematic. Right. right. And, and 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 it builds. So I, I love this idea. It's it's a command. I think that's a big thing to stop and think about. Like this is not optional for believers. Right. It is a command from the scripture right. that we are to walk in the spirit, right? So if you're not, then you're not following the commands of God, and then you want to know why your life isn't blessed and why you, all these kind of things. But I love it. It's it's, it's a command with a promise. Right. If you walk, then this will happen. Right. And like you said, it's 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 this it's this idea of a a a the best defense against this is a good offense, right. uh, you know, um, and so. We tend to try to make a best defense of setting up all kinds of parameters to make sure we don't sin and we don't do this. Right. Kind of, and, and the reality is we can get around all of those. Right. But if we learn to walk in the spirit, it's, it's really cool. That's true. Our, our, uh, even our, all of our sacrificing and uh, penance and uh, things that we, boundaries and all that stuff, is, as healthy as that can be, those are not what overcome the flesh. The spirit does. So, wh- again, what does it mean then, practically? To walk in the spirit, because for a lot of folks, that's a mystery, and it shouldn't be. It's not mysterious, right? I think no, what it, we'll see today, it's extremely practical. You'll know whether you're doing it or not. It's very possible to do it and not do it. People all around you are doing it, and people are not doing it, and you can just tell. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's funny, because I think it's because of how we interpret the whole walking in the spirit right. thing. It's like we look at people, and, and, and you know, maybe we are. It's, it's somebody who is is doing these amazing... Th- and, right. and that kind of thing. And so we interpret it. It's really weird. But but it, uh, it, it's interesting that if you're struggling with it and if you're struggling with your sin nature, it kind of reveals a little bit of the issues that that, that, that should warn you right. that maybe you don't know what it means to walk in the Spirit. Because um, if you're struggling with your sin nature and, and, and you have a relationship with Jesus, it, it, it tells us way more than the fact that sin is powerful. Because right. a lot of times we stop there. We go, oh, well, right. you know, this sin is just so strong in me that I just, I, I, I can resist it for a little bit, and then I just give in. Right. But, it, but it tells us that we don't know how to walk in the Spirit. Right. And, it, and it tells us that we're, or we're just simply not willing to do it. Right. Uh, because some of the things you have to do to, to walk in the Spirit are not always fun. Right. Um, you know? Uh, and so if we aren't experiencing the promise of walking in the Spirit, then we aren't understanding or obeying. Right. And so let, let's talk about this. It's interesting because... This is the NIV version of the Bible. It says, walk by the Spirit. Right. So it's kind of the metaphor. It used to it, say, live in the Spirit, too. I think they changed that yeah. when they uh, changed the uh, personal pronouns yeah. uh, in, that, in that more modern. But anyway, it used yeah. to say, live by, and they took out the 
metaphor of we walking. could go down a whole road of Bible translations if we but, wanted but to. But my point not, is, yeah. is, is that it, they were right. That's what it means. It means to live, but don't take away the metaphor because the metaphor of walking is very helpful. You yeah, know, absolutely. What walking is so. What, let's talk about walking, right? Like walking is. There's no walking uh, in the Olympics. There, there was no walking. They used to do speed walking, which just was a funny looking. Yeah, <laughs> if you're a speed walker, which is it even makes you laugh. You know, but but the kudos. the track meets in high school, they don't right. do walking events. I mean, if you ask somebody, "Hey, would you take a walk with me?" Most people will because it's easy, right? right? If you say, "Would you go running with me?" Like you just no. talked about running, yeah. And I'm immediately intimidated because I ha- I would not want to run. No. I'm already putting you on a pedestal. I'm never doing that. Uh, I appreciate that. That. <laughs> All right, yeah. Trust me, you don't want to run with me. But You'll hear me wheezing. But we're not told to and... run in the spirit or sprint in the spirit or all these other heroic things people think you have to do to be. A... We're told a very common, simple, easily understood. Uh, you know, you can tell if you're doing it or not. Figure or metaphor, which is just walk. Let's go for a walk. Well, and I totally picture little kids because, like, man, you get yeah. you get little kids somewhere where they want to be. You know, think about the swimming pool in the summer. Right. What do, what do moms and dads are always yell right. when the kids are at the pool? Walk. Right. Because Don't run. It's, it's safer. Right. It's, it's more steady. Right. Less chance of you doing something. But we are extremists by nature. We like, are. We want, like, the moment we accept, point. accept yeah. Jesus, the moment we start walking in the Spirit, we want to be completely, like, completely achieved yeah. in it. And what do we do? You know? We run and fall, it, run and fall, and, run and, and, and fall. And we do. And then, and then we get depressed and we get we get upset yeah. and we get bothered by it and we say oh it's too hard and it's whatever and, yeah. and and the reality is it's too hard because you're not doing it the right way you're yeah. not you're not doing what or God we want to do it all in one weekend at a camp yeah you know we're like i want to get it all in an experience yeah. give me an experience a new gear and, and and experiences are very helpful but this is not that this is uh something you do every day for a long time it's yeah. a continuous Get find your pace and your rhythm and stay in it for a long time. That's one of the things from walking is you can keep it up for a long time. Yeah. It's 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 consistent and routine, course of life, habitual, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, and we got these little watch apps and things like that. And, yeah. You know, it's always fun to think about what's the farthest you've walked in a day. Yeah. Right. I, I'm getting ready to go on the golf trip and and I walk 10, 12, 14 miles that day because I'm playing golf and my ball goes left to right instead of north to south. <laughs> and and so but but we walk. Right. It doesn't bother you at all. And so this right. image of walking is is really cool. It's it's it, it also applies to like a steady continuing pattern that you're going to go from where you were to somewhere else. Right. And then it it, it applies the location. So right. it says it says walk. It's keeping in step. You right. know, you're walking with somebody. You ever walk with somebody who's either a slow walker or a fast walker, right. and it just it drives you crazy. Right. Um, but it's it's this idea of staying with the Holy Spirit because we believe that we always say that God is on the move. God is always moving in this world. Our job to walk is that is to stay with Him, it's, and He guides us, He leads us, and we walk. That's good. And I got I think yeah. that's verse twenty five is keep in step with the Spirit. It actually yeah. says Galatians so five twenty five. Step goes with walking. It's the next step. It's take the next step, and God's leading you, and you begin to walk. I think the other thing is, is a minute you, if you see two people standing together, that's like, okay, you don't know is are they walking in the spirit or the flesh? But the minute the person who's who's in the spirit begins to walk in the spirit, you'll know they go in a different direction. Somebody starts walking, no matter how slow, they start to go in a direction, right? Yeah, and the, and that direction is completely opposite to the life of the sin nature or the life of the flesh. So. So yeah, so walking implies a direction, 
And, and again, no matter how slow or, or even when we fall, we get back up, we keep going in that new in that new direction, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, keep in mind, when we talk about walking, don't miss the fact that the, the Spirit-filled life is not one of hyper-extremism. like it's, right. not, it's not one that's it's crazy intense. Right. It's just continuing to walk. Right. I think it's probably one of the most encouraging things out of this whole thing is that yeah. I just continue to walk. Yeah. I mean, you, you've ever, you ever been walking and you just kind of catch your toe a little bit and you stumble, but yeah. you catch yourself? Yeah. Imagine if you did that when you were running. Yeah, you, you would not. It would right. not go as well. You right. can catch yourself and be like, "Oh, I don't know what happened," you know, or whatever. Um, you know, but don't stop and start. Don't sprint and fall down. Right. Don't go nine hundred miles an hour and then like run out of gas. He's saying, "Look, just walk." I think it was Eugene Peterson that said, "Long obedience in the same direction," mm-hmm. which I think is a really cool thing you're, you're alluding to. It's it's an idea of moving. Are are you are you are you farther along now than you were six months ago? Right. I mean, because if you walked, if you just walked every day for six months, you would be really far away from where you were. Yeah. And this continuing action, the the huge good news with it is that's how often God is available. I mean, to take the weekend and go have this experience on the mountain, again, I'm not against that. Go for it if it's part of walking in the Spirit. But God's available not just on the holy mountain or the retreat renewal or the come up after the service and get or, or the go and have this special gear or whatever. He's available every moment. He's like, uh, you could walk in my spirit because my spirit's not just for one moment of high or, you know, intensity. My spirit's available to you every day, every night. So walk. He's saying, come, come and just settle down and, and find that pace with me and walk in, and I and I like in more than by. I, I I study that for a while, and it can be either you know, but I think in implies in the location where God is manifesting Himself, mm-hmm. you know, where He is working. And I think He's everywhere, but He's manifesting and working certain places and not others. And there are certain places that are horrible, and 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 God is not yeah, there's there. There's never a question that the spirits. It's not like there. there's right. people doing things that are bad, and then there's neutral places that are like respectable, but that God is not acknowledged and you're not going to experience him there, then that's fine. But, you know, how much time are you spending in the realm of the Spirit and with things of the Spirit and with the people of the Spirit? Uh, and, and to put your life in, the, in that sphere will have everything to do with do, being able to become spiritual or do spiritual things that, that dominate instead of the, the sin nature. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, I think this is where we get into the application of this is, right. is is the whole in and by and whatever and and spending time in the realm of the spirit. Well, what's that look like? Well, the obvious ones are you know church. Okay. Right. Make sure you're going to a church that mm-hmm. that is that is dwelling in the realm of the spirit. I can't I can't say that and all you, churches and we walk all, into all a church. I, you you yeah. walk in. Um, yeah. I think that. I believe that's one of the reasons people feel like this is home, like our church right. is home, because they get in there and they, they just sense that right. you know, God can do something. God's working. But it's this idea of of keep walking. You know, put yourself in the realm of the Spirit. You know, if you're watching this podcast and, and you do yeah. this, this is one of the things yeah, that I would awesome. say is is hopefully a good not to toot our horn, no. but, but just it's another opportunity for you to dive into the it's Word a of God. Spiritual thing, um, and we hope that this yeah. this dive helps you dive in. And maybe you, you're studying Galatians five now, and you're looking at the fruit of the Spirit, which is amazing. But it's keeping so you get into spiritual places and do spiritual activities with spiritual people. Right. Those are all things that are going to help you walk 
in the spirit. And people are either doing that or not. I mean, that's there's no mystery, right? It's right. so you can look at a situation right. and analyze it and go, yeah, stop going to church, stop going to my small group, stop uh, reading or listening to you know Christian stuff, whatever. And what would you what you think was going to happen? Right. If a bunch of yeah. unspiritual things are around you. You're going to do unspiritual things in your life. Yeah, and yeah. this goes back to the principle that if you're choosing to do spiritual things, then by default, you're not choosing to do human nature things. Right. You're not choosing to do other things. And again, you're not focused on that, right. but that's the byproduct. That's the promise. If you're walking right. in this, you're not doing that. And so right. it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing. It's, it's you know, we talked in a metaphor about killing the snake in the bedroom. Like, right. You're going to take it serious. Um, I, love, I love the idea of an ocean. Yeah. Because this is what it really looks like. If you're standing on the shore and you say, you know what, I mm. want to start walking mm. in the Spirit, and then you start taking one step into the ocean, mm. and eventually you have a totally immersed yourself yeah. in the ocean, that's what it looks like to, to mm. continue to walk in the Spirit. Yeah. Now, yeah, you might step back or you might, you know, whatever, but you're walking. And then we talk about, you know, the river of, of the Holy Spirit mm. that the Bible alludes to, just this idea of jumping in the river that's flowing. Right. And, and going and walking, all of those kinds of things. Being filled with the Spirit is not complex in reality. No. It, it's actually a very simple thing. It's a very, very big pattern of spiritual right. decisions. Hmm. And, and in my years in youth ministry, I'd have kids come up to me and go, I just don't feel God. Hmm. I, I just don't feel like I'm connected to God. I just don't feel God, which we can talk about the whole feel part of that. Right. But it, and I would just look at him and go, okay. And that, that usually was like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, yeah, he's okay, still so there. Let, <laughs> I said, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. When was the last time you felt connected with God? And so then they sit and think. Okay, and then they begin to tell me. I said, okay, cool. I said, now, what were the things that you were doing then that you're not doing now? That's right. And it usually goes back to, well, I was reading my Bible, and I was praying, and I was spending time at youth group, and I was in a small group, and I was you know, I was listening trip, to Christian mission. Yeah, yeah, or I was on a mission trip, or I yeah, was at one camp. of these big holistic experiences. Yeah. You know, Okay, so how do we get from here to there? You know, and, and, and like I said, it's super simple. I, yeah. I, unfortunately, I'm an incredibly simple person, yeah. but I think it bodes well in some cases. And I go, so, so start doing those things and see if that feeling right. comes back. Because yeah, I get it. Yeah. When we say feeling, we don't really mean feeling, but we go, I mean, it's kind of this whole thing. And it's this, this wonderful analogy of if, if you continue to do these spiritual things, you're probably going to continue to feel the Holy Spirit in your life. Yeah. Keep, so, so you're walking, and then the, the idea of the next step, right? Like, and we always try to define a path. We, we start with church on Sunday. It's the easiest thing. Walk in that building. And, and uh, even with COVID, that's a challenge. I mean, you, it's great to, to choose to, to, to watch online and, and experience it online, and that's a great step itself. But then take the next step. As God gives you courage and you feel safe, go live. Go in the building, and we'll try to keep it safe for you, make it safe. But then don't be satisfied with that. Take the next step. Go walk into a small group. you got a big group. We're worshiping. We're hearing God's Word. We're having the excitement of the assembly. But then you got to walk to a place where there can be a dialogue, where, where you can be known and know other people and be shepherded and supported in your life. That That's another step where you can experience the Holy Spirit is in a, a, a small group. We keep going. We define the serving in a ministry. What are your spiritual gifts, ways that you can help the church be better and and uh, build up the church, that's going to be a huge way you'll experience the Holy Spirit that's more powerful than sin in your life. 
and uh, and then going on and walking. You keep walking across the street or across the room in your office to people and share your faith. Ask for God to open a door, and you'll have the opportunity to give a testimony and share your faith with someone and experience God and the Holy Spirit in that context. And that, that's another way that you can walk in the power of the Spirit. And, and it just goes on. But you, you just say, keep taking the next step. Don't put it all on yourself at once because yeah. it's not a sprint. Don't be overwhelmed. Just never be satisfied. Let God continue to lead you to take the next Keep in step with the Spirit. He's like, hey, okay, you like that? You feel spiritual power from that? All right, now keep going. Take this next step. Here, try this. And it's it's nothing heroic. It's nothing that's going to sprain an ankle or pull a muscle or a hamstring. It's like, just walk. Anybody can do this. And, and you just keep following me and taking that next step. God will make it clear what will continue to add spiritual life and vibrancy and strength. But all of that time, you're beating sin. You forget it. You're just like, yeah, this is pretty good. Oh, this is pretty good tonight. Oh, it's real good because you're not sinning, you know, because we're not sinning. We're not with all that misery and you know what I mean? We're we're getting better in 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 the power of God's spirit, even if it doesn't, even if it seems normal and and not exciting. And just remember, you can't maintain all that. You can't maintain all that hype. This is something that has to sustain for your till you go to heaven. So, so you gotta pay every, every week can't be camp week. Right. Can't that, be. You can't deal. maintain the well, camp. And I think it's important to understand that all of that. The hard decision that we have to make in walking in the Spirit is to actively participate. There's a lot of people that go to church every Sunday, that go to a group, that go to whatever, but right. but they're not getting anything out of it because right. they're not actively participating. That's good. You know, you walk through the doors of the church. Are you are you spiritually and mentally prepared to hear what God has to say? Yeah. Are you are you spiritually and mentally prepared and to, tell, to say that you were wrong? Yeah, because and responsive, is, amen, clapping the hands, singing, really worshiping, and, right. and listening, yeah. taking notes, yeah. Act, actively participating. I mean, I, I I used to joke all the time. I'd say, you, you can you can sit in a garage all you want. It'll never make you a car. Right. But but the reality is, is you have to you have to participate in it, and, and that's the whole thing. And there's a lot of things that can keep us from doing that. Sometimes it's like, it just doesn't, I'm just tired, or I don't feel like it, or they hurt my feelings, or I, don't you think know, I'm I, doing got, it well. I got distracted, yeah. or whatever. And one of the big ones is, well, I don't feel like it's helping me. Right. Listen, here's the reality. You will probably be the last person to know if your life is changing by the Spirit. It's true. The people around you will know. Yeah. Like, the, the people see it, <laughs> and which is so interesting because people see it way more than we do. We do. Like, as we're changing. And they'll notice. And that's where those conversations will pick up. That's where all those cool things will happen. Right. And, and it's like, oh, well, there's something different. There's, there's, a, there's a radiance about you. There's yeah. something that, that, that's going to drive us to it. And so it, it's, it's a thing. Like, listen, you're not going to be like Jesus part two instantly. Right. You're not going to be Jesus instantly. But if you want to be able to respond like Jesus eventually, you have to participate in the things he participated in, his that's devotion, right. his discipline. So, you know? And that's the other thing besides then church service, small groups, serving in a ministry, sharing your faith in the world is the spiritual disciplines, is the habits. And we like to focus on reading the Bible, on praying, financial giving. Yeah, These getting... are some of the big ones that you can... They're very practical. You can you can spend time doing them or not. And and it's not some mysterious thing for a few. It's like God's available. He's got his word there. All you have to do is read it. And and he's available in prayer. Just come to him. He's av- he's available to bless you in your finances if you acknowledge him appropriately and give to him. Uh, these are all very practical ways to walk. And and spiritual people who have been filled with the spirit and overcome sin in their life, they do these things. 
I've never known somebody who's who's truly spiritual, and, the, and you can tell the Spirit of God is more powerful than sin and the flesh in their life, who didn't practice these spiritual disciplines, at least one or two of them. And um, certainly Jesus did. We see him reading the Bible, quoting the Bible all the time. We see him praying, going off by himself all the time. And and so, so yeah, so I, I don't think we're going to be like Jesus. Everybody wants to be like Jesus in the moment, but not in his whole life. That, that's a great Yeah, exactly. Point. Yeah. Listen, if, if we live in the world, right. we can't expect to respond like the Spirit. Right. We, we can't expect that, to respond with the Spirit. And so, and again, when we talk about spiritual disciplines, it's easy to list the, the things that I Bible study and, and prayer and that kind of stuff. But, but there's lots of disciplines in the Bible that, that right. are not necessarily sit down and do this. It's, right. you know, loving your enemies. Right. Going the extra mile. Right. You know, Um suffering patiently. That's right. not something you can sit down and go, okay, today I'm going to grab my Bible and I'm going to suffer mm-hmm. patiently. No, yeah. no, it's it's something that you have to do. But those other things will help get you there. Um, and, and Jesus really did. I mean, at, at age 12, the people were shocked at his biblical knowledge. Right. Um, you know, I could argue part of that is because he was God, but, but, but he part gave of it up was that he probably He had stepped. to learn. He right. gave up the knowing everything and had to learn. And, and, and so, yeah, he did learn that while he was on earth. He did learn the Bible. Yeah, but yeah. he spent time at, at, and, and grasped it and things like that. And he, as an adult, you would see him get up and, and send the disciples off, and he would go off to pray. And he right. would go off to, you know, at the, the last week of his life, he was praying to God in the garden. I mean, he's, right. you know, these kinds of things. Um, it, it's cool. So shifting it, it kind of a thing is, here's the amazing thing, is walking in the Spirit is not an obligation. Yeah, it's a command, right. but it's a privilege. Right. It, it, it's such a cool thing. Like we're commanded to walk in the spirit, right. but it's not an obligation, right? Because it's a privilege, right? Um, it, it's it's not a burden, right? It's a blessing, right? Um, it doesn't take away anything from your life. Yeah. It actually enhances your life. We can focus on, oh yeah, well then I can't do this, 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 and this in the world. And yeah. Okay, well yeah, but you get to do this, 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 and this, and, and I mean. Yeah. I've never met a spirit-filled person or a person that seems to be really content in walking in the in the spirit mm. that regrets or misses. No, of those course things. not. And you think you know, if I go on this retreat again, and not to pick on retreats because they're awesome, but maybe I'll get the spirit at this special place because of so and so leader or right. or this atmosphere or whatever. And in reality, God is available like that today. That 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 He is saying. I'm commanding you because you don't have to go to a strange place. Today, in your normal, ordinary life, where you struggle, in your marriage, in your uh, personal temptation, in your workplace where you can so easily get discouraged and it's hard to work hard or whatever, he says, I'm available right there with the power of my spirit. And, and, and so, like you're saying, Scott, it's a tremendous privilege not just a command or a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's cool to just remember. So I guess kind of the takeaway for me is that, listen, we we often experience the power of the flesh. Hmm. We need to experience the power of the Spirit by, by at least the same token. That's great. Just um, as often. We need the Spirit as often not as we more. Yeah. And, and we know how to do that. It, we know the things that we can physically do, right. reading our Bible and praying and, and you know, filling our heart and mind with Christian things and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and... Sometimes we have to do them when we don't want to, and we right. have to make ourselves do them. Listen, I've been reading the, the chronological Bible, and I've read through Leviticus and Numbers, and right now I just want to put it down and walk away. <laughs> um, but I know I, it, it's continuing to, 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 yeah, to it's move me through. It's making a difference. It's, yeah. it's making so, a difference regardless of how it seems when you're doing it. Yeah. So let, let, let's, let's wrap it up really quickly. Walking by the Spirit, remember, it's a walk. It's something you just steadily do. And if you misstep, 
you can get right back on and continue to walk. It's, it's the idea of living where God wants. Um, and you can do that. What, you know the places where you can go and, and, and get this spiritual nature. So make those things a priority in your life. And by making those things a priority in our life, you will naturally filter out the things that are not. And then just know it's a, it's a lifelong pursuit of, of using the power that God has given you in your relationship with him. And then you will learn each and every day how to walk in the spirit. So you got anything else you want to add? Just that we're going to go now and talk about some of the results we can expect, the fruit of the spirit. And they're awesome. They're awesome. When that starts to come through, people will love us the most for these fruits. So it's so worth the effort to walk when it bears this kind of fruit that that will cause us to be loved and valued by the people, especially the ones closest to us. We'll be talking about love, joy, peace, patience. There's nine of them, aspects of the fruit or the result of truly walking in the Spirit. And it looks so much better than the works of the flesh in, in our life. So that's where we're going. We'll talk about those fruit, and I'll be even more motivated to, to walk in the Spirit. Yeah, I don't want to talk about patience because that's usually the week that no. things go awry. <laughs> anyway, we're so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us for off stage, and we will catch you again next week. Continue to be the message to people around you. Have a great week. Bye-bye.